Can eating outdoors be something other than just a picnic? And is just a picnic a bad thing? We'll talk about that and a whole lot more on this episode of Stay Awake While Driving. My name is Sarah. You are behind the wheel and driving and trying to stay awake. So let's cut this intro short and just get started. I have five words for you today, and you are going to memorize them. You are going to use all those brain cells and memorize these words and you're going to figure out what they have in common. And then by the end of this episode, you are going to say them back to me. I know you will. And you're going to tell me, hey, I know exactly what they have in common. So here we go. The words are black, B-L-A-C-K. The next word is green, G-R-E-E-N. The next word is white, W-H-I-T-E. So far, you're thinking, other colors. Thanks very much. Thanks for playing. But wait. So far, we have black, green, white. Next word, word number four is puer. Puer, P-U-E-R-H. And number five is oolong, O-O-L-O-N-G. What does that word have in common with the other four? Black, green, white, puer, and oolong. Tell me what they have in common by the end of the episode. You get a bonus point, and of course, you get a point for each one of those other words you have memorized. Let's carry on with something else in the meanwhile. Today, let's do some fill-in-the-line nursery rhyme. This first one drives me crazy. I don't know. It makes zero sense. A lot of these nursery rhymes don't make sense, and they have a lot of violence. This one's kind of violent, but it ends well. (laughs) There was a man in our town, and he was wondrous and wise. He jumped into a bramble bush and scratched out both his eyes. But when he saw his eyes were out, with all his might and main, he jumped into another bush and scratched him in again. (laughs) Again, yes. So I find that line hilarious slash frustrating, but when he saw his eyes were out, I'm just trying to envision what that might possibly look like. It's a nursery rhyme. Let's get over it, right? Moving on. Georgie Porgy, pudding and pie, kissed the girls and made them cry. When the boys came out to play, Georgie Porgy ran away. You got that one. Wee Willy Winky runs through the town, upstairs and downstairs and in his night. Ooh, I gave that one away. You got it, though. You were saying it with me. I heard you. Rapping at the window, crying through the lock. Are the children in their beds? Now it's 8 o'clock. And I think that time kind of changed with whenever your bedtime was. So I'll give you, I'll give it to you no matter what time you put in there. Okay, this is another one, a short one. Seesaw Marjorie Daw sold her bed and lay upon straw. My dad would always say Seesaw Marjorie Daw, but I don't think he ever really said what the end of that one was. How about Simple Simon? Do you know that one? Simple Simon met a... Pieman going to the fair, says Simple Simon to the pieman. Let me taste your where. Then it goes on and on, though. Let's do this the rest of it kind of quickly. Says the pieman to Simple Simon, show me first your penny, says Simple Simon to the pieman. Indeed, I have not any. Simple Simon went a-fishing for to catch a 
whale. All the water he could find was in his mother's pail. Simple Simon went to look if plums grew on a thistle. Did you know that one at all? Nah, I don't don't know that part of this one. He pricked his fingers very much, which made poor Simon whistle. Alrighty, that's the end of that one. This one, you know, say it with me. Three blind mice. See how they run. They all ran after the farmer's wife who cut off their tails with a carving knife. Did you ever see such a sight in your life as three blind mice? Okay, I'm going to finish off with one that my dad always says. Diddle, diddle, dumpling. My son, John, went to bed with his britches on, one stocking off and one stocking on. Diddle, diddle, dumpling, my son, John. Let's do some trivia. Name the duo with the first name Kicks and Ronnie who were voted the top duo in country music every year between 1991 and 2006. Boy, they had a lot of hits. Kicks Brooks and Ronnie Dunn. That would be Brooks and Dunn. On the show, The Big Bang Theory, Leonard and Sheldon are both physicists at what university? I feel like I've done a variation on this question. Maybe not. It is the California Institute of Technology. When Bob Marley sang, I shot the sheriff, who did he say he did not shoot? But I didn't shoot the... Deputy, you got that one. Which Marvel production was the highest grossing film of 2019? Black Panther. Kanye West released an album in 2016, and its title is, was, I guess it still is. Here's a hint. Life of Pablo. Name the winner of the 2013 Academy Award for Best Picture. It was directed by Ben Affleck. wasn't that long ago. It doesn't seem like it, but boy, it's been a while since this movie came out when I start to think about it. It is Argo. Question for you. How many states, United States, begin with the word new? Quick, quick, quick. How many can you think of? New Jersey, New Mexico, New Hampshire, New York. It would be four. New Jersey, New Mexico, New Hampshire, New York. In the movie Airplane, which dish causes passengers to get sick? Fish. Who was the first female ever to serve on the U.S. Supreme Court? Sandra Day O'Connor. In the presidential election of 1960, who was the Republican nominee defeated by JFK? Some people say it's because he didn't look good on television in the debate. That would be Richard Nixon. In the acronym SCUBA, which sometimes we forget is actually an acronym, what does the C stand for? Contained. 
self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. Once we say it again, we're like, oh yeah, but sometimes, I don't know, how, how about you? Do you forget it's an acronym? I sometimes do. This book, it was written by Delia Owens, and it sold more than any other Amazon book in 2019. And what was the title of this book? It also got turned into a movie. Reese Witherspoon bought the rights for it right away. Just an incredible success story. Where the Crawdads Sing. Have you read it? Do you like it? Ah, most people I've talked to love it. I... Hmm. In Greek mythology, who is the god of the sea? Greek mythology, sea god is Poseidon. How about one more? In TED Talks, they're very popular. What does TED actually stand for? Boy, if you get this, give yourself three points, one for each word. Technology, entertainment, design, TED. And that is trivia. Boom, boom, ba-doo-doo. Let's review the five words for the five-word challenge real quickly because I feel like you have them in hand already today. The words are black, green, white, pu'er, and oolong. What do they have in common? We're coming back to them, as you know, by the end of the episode. Today for a memory prompt, I want to hear about a memorable meal, but not just any memorable meal. I want to hear about one outdoors. And does an outdoor meal equate with picnic or can it be an actual fine dining experience or can it be something else entirely? I'm thinking more of like uh, if you're eating out at a fair, a food truck, is that Is that a picnic? I don't think that's a picnic. But is that fine dining? No, definitely not. Okay, where am I going with this? Well, good question. My dad always says he doesn't like to eat outdoors, and he always equates eating outdoors with having a picnic. But I feel like there are various types of eating outdoors, various types of experiences. You can have the greatest picnic in a great location, With great weather and the food, ah, I don't know. I don't remember the food that much, but the experience and the location. Mm. Now, you can have food from a food truck and remember the experience of where you had it, but you can also remember, oh, man, you know what? From that food truck, it was the best fill-in-the-blank type of food. And then if you have the more rare experience of fine dining outdoors, which I think is something that people have to kind of really plan, either an outdoor event at um, a friend's house that does, you know, dining in that fashion, or if you go somewhere where they eat outdoors a lot because the weather is conducive to that. I mean, when I go to places where the the temperature is warm enough where they always eat outdoors and half their dining area is actually kind of outdoors. It always really surprises and floors me because I do not live in a place like that. And it's that becomes the unique experience where the outdoors and the indoors kind of mingle and maybe you're having a full dinner dining experience. I want to hear about any of these sorts of things. That's where I'm going with this. I want to hear about any of those varieties of eating, but the requirement is, is that the eating has to happen outdoors, not in a building. Tent? Sure, we'll go with a tent. If you feel like that's where your story is, then tell me about that. Maybe it was at a a great wedding and dinner was in a tent. Fine, 
I'm not going to split hairs. You know the rules. There really aren't any. As long as it keeps you occupied in your brain and driving down the road, that's the goal. And if you have a story for each of those situations, please tell me. I would love it. You know me. I love talking about food. Do we all? Probably. Maybe. Most of the time. If you need some inspiration, I'm going to tell you my story because I have alluded to this particular outdoor dining event in a few episodes of Stay Awake While Driving. But if you already have your ideas in mind, put me on pause and start telling me your story right now. Remember, put in as many details as possible and say it out loud. Otherwise, I will start my story right now. Pulled pork sandwich. That's what I have to say to you. Pulled pork sandwich. I'm a vegetarian now. I've mentioned that in a couple of episodes. But the two things that I have said I will eat that are not vegetarian if ever the situation presents itself. And I said this right from the beginning, so I feel like that's, you know, I'm not just making an excuse as I go along where, where, um, you know, oh, that looks good. Maybe I'll just uh, make an exception for that. No, I always said that it would be my grandmother's chicken noodle soup because how many more times is my grandma, and actually she, oh man, she hasn't made any for a long time because she's, she just can't stand up that long in the kitchen. Anyway, chicken noodle soup from grandma because how many more times am I going to get grandma chicken noodle soup before she's gone? Probably never. And then the other one is a pulled pork sandwich from the exact same place that I had it in the middle of a tea plantation in South Carolina. And you know what? I don't even remember the name of the company that brought their food truck for the pulled pork sandwich. So the odds of me having another one of those sandwiches is very slim. So when I come to think of it, my two exceptions from vegetarianism are pretty sad because neither one of them is probably ever going to happen again. Pulled pork sandwich. I come from a place where things that are barbecued are, how am I going to say that? They're sweet and tomato-y. And like think of Casey Masterpiece sauce or something like that in a bottle. That's the kind of barbecue that we have going on where I live. I went to South Carolina and I went to the first flush tea party, which is when they have the celebration for the cutting of the first crop of tea for the season. Okay, that's neither here nor there. But I was there (laughs) in the middle of this plantation with a celebration going on and they brought in a couple of food trucks and one of them was this pulled pork sandwich place. I'm thinking, okay, sure. This was before I was vegetarian, remember? I'm going to, when in Rome, I'm going to try this. Well, it turns out that in South Carolina, and if you know barbecue in various places of the world and barbecued things, please don't get mad at me because I'm not going to get this exactly right. But apparently in South Carolina, or at least this part of the Carolinas where I was, they are more about the vinegary sort of sauce with just slightly tomatoey kind of. And that was what was on this pulled pork, which was just the most tender shredded pork. And that's all it was on the sandwich. There wasn't a whole lot of other stuff. Like sometimes you think about barbecued things and you end up with like coleslaw and stuff on the sandwich. But this was literally a bun. And we're talking grocery store white bun and this delicious, delectable, slightly vinegary, tart, kind of yummy, mouth-watering pork. Bam, the end. Wrapped up in aluminum foil, handed to me, 
there you go. I stood in the I stood in the middle of a field and ate the sandwich and thought I had died and gone to heaven. So wonderful. Why didn't I eat another one right then and there? You know, after I got back from this trip, I did look the place up. I did know the name of it because I had paid attention, but it's gone from my head. Gone forever. I had looked them up and contacted them about, do you guys ship this stuff? Because it's fantastic and I want to eat an entire tub of it myself. Turns out they did, but it was going to have to be overnighted because, well, it's meat, you know, even if they, anyway... It was going to be cost prohibitive. I could have gone to South Carolina again <laughs> and gotten another sandwich for the price savage ships. Not really, but you know. At the time, it seemed like too much. What? What was I thinking? That's my story. And that is why I have alluded to this sandwich in other various contexts about having wonderful food. Please tell me you have a story like that where you had some sort of fabulous food outdoors. If you didn't already tell me about it, tell me now. I'm sorry, did I did I just blank out there for a second? I think I may have because I was lost in reverie about pulled pork sandwiches. I have to tell you, have I told you this line before? When I was in South Carolina, it was, I can't remember what time of the year it was, but to me... I was escaping cold weather, and it seemed really nice temperature-wise. And the gal at the hotel where I was staying, I said, oh, my gosh, this weather's great. She said, oh, you should be here in July. It's like breathing mayonnaise. And the idea of that, I've probably told you that, right, because that's one of the best lines ever. It's like breathing mayonnaise. Ugh, that's humid. Never been down to South Carolina in July, but if you're there and it's July, God bless you, because apparently it's hot. Where are we at? Five-word challenge? I think so. Let's wrap her up. The words are, and after my talk about the sandwich in a tea plantation, perhaps you will have absolutely figured out what these words have in common. The words are, tell them to me now. The words are black, green, white, pu'er, and oolong. And what do they have in common? They are five types of tea. But it's all from the same plant. That's a bit of trivia for you. And that's going to do it for this episode of Stay Awake While Driving. I think I need to not stay awake because I'm going to go dream about pulled pork sandwiches. Mm. I hope that you are now not so hungry after you told me your story of a fabulous meal that, as usual, I feel like I have forced you to stop at a gas station and go buy substandard food from what our memories of fabulous eating events have been. But, you know, bag of Cheetos is in your future. Till we get a chance to talk again, take care, stay safe, drive well. That's it. Over and out. Take care. Take care.